So welcome to INC, everyone. We have today with us Sabina Mazo. She has seven fights in the UFC, and she's coming off a win in the LFA, becoming their flyweight champion back on August 4th, only 15 days ago. So that's really fresh. Um, so why don't we just get into your fighter origin story a little bit, Sabina? Um, why don't you tell us how you got into fighting exactly? What age were you? What got you into martial arts? And what made you kind of want to become an actual you know, career fighter? Um, okay, so... I started when I was six years old and you know it was just like a hobby honestly it didn't it, I was never like introduced by family or no one I just went to the gym I liked the boxing class the jiu-jitsu class and you know here I am it was just like pure passion since the right moment I started you said 16 right isn't that kind of old for most fighters I feel like that's like a very old age to start training it at yeah, 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 I believe so. I think, um, yeah, I mean, but but at the same time, it was so I was so intense with it. I trained every single day that you know, it made my it didn't matter the amount of time that I um, had in the sport or anything because I was really and I am very disciplined. Clearly. Um, so you have these two insane highlight reel knockouts. You had a stint in the LFA before you got to the UFC, and you have these two right head kick knockouts. Round one, four minutes in, both of them. Um, I presume that's what got the UFC's attention in you. So do you want to tell us a little bit about those knockouts? I mean, that's got to be um, some top career highlights. Yeah, those were um, for sure a signature move that you know I had and everything. Um and it's it's kind of curious because one of the things that I took the longest to start training was striking. I started with jujitsu, um, a little bit of boxing too, but like no Muay Thai at all, no kickboxing, until like I was, you know, like a year into training. I was like, okay, I have to give it a try. But uh, yeah, definitely that's something that I enjoy doing. Uh, kicking, it's 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 one of the parts that I enjoy a lot and um and yeah for sure they they caught the attention of the ufc awesome so you said you started with jujitsu <clears throat> i see oh you submitted justine kish in the ufc that's that's one of your big wins and then <clears throat> you have your two losses are via submission to maria agapova and miranda maverick who are two ufc title contenders yeah can you tell me about fighting those two i mean that's got to be crazy to look back that those two are both i think agapova is up there for the title too but isn't miranda like maybe a fight or two away from the title herself. I mean, it's it's a loss on your record, but when I see that as a fan, it's an impressive loss. It's not anything to to be, you know, embarrassed about. No, you know, I'm not I'm not embarrassed of any of uh, my losses, honestly. Um and yeah, that's the UFC, you know, it's a high level. You're competing against the top of the top. So, um definitely you know, it's part of it. I learned a lot from it and uh, they made me who I am right now. So, yeah, I mean, they're great fighters and hopefully in the future I can, you know, uh, fight them again. Very cool. Um, Is that your goal to get back to the UFC or do you not even really think that far ahead? Is it really more one fight at a time? Both, you know, I do believe my that I will get back to UFC, but, you know, one fight at a time. So, I'll probably make one more fight. You know, I want to show my skills again. It's been, well, my last fight was two weeks ago, but 
before that I stayed like a little bit long uh, away from fighting. So mm -hmm. I want to fight again. And, you know, after that, probably, you know, go back to the UFC. Very cool. Um, so do you know anything about your next fight? Maybe it's a little too soon. Any idea about what that's going to be? It's a little bit too soon because I don't really have any idea. But um, I mean, probably it's going to be for the LFA. Right, right. Well, you're the champ now, right? I mean, don't you want to defend that belt? Um, or maybe fight one thirty five. To be honest, okay. Um, I'm 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 looking forward to that. You know, I'm pretty big girl, and um, <laughs> I've been putting size, so I wanna test myself in one thirty five. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I heard you say that in another interview. Um, and are you still training at Kings yeah. MMA? No, Black House MMA. Black House. I'm sorry, I'm getting them mixed up. Um, very cool. So. You fought in both the UFC and the LFA. Can you tell me what, as a fighter, what's the difference in experience? Like, you know, the the week leading up to the event, the way the staff treat you, the perks, the benefits. Can you tell us the difference between those two organizations from the fighter perspective? Yeah, so I have the fortune that in both organizations, the staff has been amazing. Honestly, it's I feel like it's a very familiar space in both of them lfa there's the same crew they treat you very well um they care about the fighter and same thing the the ufc is just bigger staff you know from the therapy for nutrition for recovery for uh the staff that are you know um doing everything in fight week the security so it's a bigger family but it's very familiar honestly and um I was very fortunate that I had that good relationship with everyone over there. Um, but, you know, UFC is a bigger show. So everything the LFA does is like twice or triple the size. So more interviews, um, more pictures, you know, more lights, more of that entertainment part. So, but honestly, yeah, LFA, it's a, it's a great, great show. And also LFA has a lot of fighters that are hungry to get to the UFC. So I guess that's why a lot of the fights are very exciting because it's that pathway to the UFC and uh, everyone wants that. So, um, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, the first interview I did was with Jonas Bilharino. I'm not sure if you know him. He fights in the LFA. Yeah. Yeah. Very, good. Yeah, very friendly guy. In, in Bellator. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Sorry, you're cutting in and out a little bit. Didn't mean to cut you off there. Um, out of question, since you've been in the UFC a little bit, do you have a relationship with Dana White? I'm not directly with Dana White, no. So you, you've never, like, interacted with him or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, in the fights and everything. But, I mean, I don't have, like, a personal uh, relationship right now with him. Gotcha. I was just wondering, like, do you have any cool Dana stories? I've never really talked to anyone that knows Dana, so I thought I would ask. No, I mean, he's a he's a pretty good guy, you know. He knows what he does. He's dominant, and but <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not like cool stories, no. Okay, no problem. Um, so I know that you've trained a lot with um Benil Dariush. I was wondering what other fighters that everyone would know that you uh, either trained with or are close to. Everyone likes to know those connections. Yeah, well, I used to train a lot with Benny. He's such a he's my friend, and 
really really good fighter nowadays uh here at black house i train with uh two ufc fighters uh pira rodriguez 115 pounds and uh jacqueline cavalcanti she's uh gonna make her ufc debut on september 2nd uh so they're my training main training partners right now very cool um all right and then i always like to ask about fighter pay and you're going to have an interesting perspective having been in, I mean, I see you fought in LFA. I'm not familiar with these two others you fought in 2015, but between LFA and UFC, um, what mm -hmm. was your take on fighter pay and your experience with that? I mean, I know it's very tough for some people to fully dedicate themselves to fighting. You know, you have to be a coach on the side or train on the side or have some kind of side income usually, which makes it tough to commit yourself to the sport. So what's your experience been with that in terms of, you know, finances? You know, um, I believe that you don't, deserve, you got to earn your paycheck, you know, and a lot of people criticize like the amount of money that UFC gives or whatever, but I also feel like people cannot just start winning like a lot of money, just getting one fight in the UFC, build yourself. So I believe UFC pays very well. If you do your job well, they're going to pay you um for sure we always want more we always want more so we're gonna always ask for more and that's normal for the human beings you know everyone who doesn't but um yeah I was fortunate to to have a good paycheck there for sure I have my side stuff that I do and everything but nowadays after being in the UFC getting out and um hopefully in the future going back in I will definitely not you know um just count with that uh paycheck from fighting i guess um and it's also sane for your own mind that you have other stuff you know it's not only fighting mm. it's not doesn't gonna take your attention to it but you know we are capable or i'm capable of doing multiple things and um so yeah that's that's how i feel about that got it um do you think it's does it take away from <clears throat> kind of the fighter's journey to have to worry about finances and other stuff. You mentioned nutrition too. Um, you know, do you, do you find that it is maybe difficult sometimes to commit 100% to fighting when you do have to worry about like normal people stuff like bills and, you know, uh, you know, normal work. No, I, I do. I do work with nutrition um, with some people, you know, but I don't think, if you organize yourself like well, I think you, you're capable of doing everything. And honestly, we're just not just fighting. We're fighters, but we're also, I don't know, I'm a daughter uh, or I have a partner or, you know, there's multiple things that you, you should be doing. For sure, you're going to prioritize your fighting and whatever I have a fight. I leave some stuff behind or in a side. So I can continue the fight, but as soon as I fight, I continue my work and, and everything. So, you know, and like, I don't have kids and everything, but how does fighters have kids do, you know? So I don't know. I feel we got to handle our things and, and be able to do everything. Did you use the UFC Performance Institute a lot? You kind of implied that the UFC have like nutrition and training stuff so is that all through the performance institute or are there other perks that they offer fighters even when you're not in vegas yeah i used um the pi a lot when i was there 
it's really good. I mean, they offer you everything. So it's very useful. Yeah, no, it seems amazing. Like everyone, everyone is really excited um, that they're doing that for the fighters. I was wondering when you're not in Vegas for the UFC, do they still offer any kinds of perks like that? Like help with dieting and nutrition and stuff? For sure, nutrition, they um, deliver food for the fighter. So even not being there, you still have access to a lot of benefits. Got it. And is does LFA compare with those benefits at all? Or is it uh, is it not quite comparable? No, 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 it's not comparable. No, in that sense, no. Got it. What's the experience like? Because I know the UFC, it's, you basically are not allowed to have any sponsorships unless they allow it, right? Like Monster, I guess, is, is one that they allow for some fighters. Is it a different experience in LFA? Do you deal with sponsors for that uh, differently? Yeah, well, LFA, for sure, you can put any sponsorships that you have. Um. So, I mean, uh, personally, I like better not to worry about sponsors and clothing and anything. Um, and just get the paycheck from Venom, let's say. But uh, other fighters prefer to have their own, you know, clothing and put in their own brands and sponsors. But uh, that's the difference between LFA and UFC. Got it. I'm, uh, I'm through all my prepared questions. Um, is there anything you want to talk about or, you know, kind of, the people to watch out for you coming up in your career or anything like that anything you want to shout out um you know stay tuned because um i, I want to fight again i want to fight and test myself at 135 so if people um yeah just be there because uh i i know my potential so don't miss it very cool well then i'm ready for rapid fire if you're ready you're ready Okay, here we go. Number one, UFC or LFA? UFC. Go to easy dinner. What do you mean, go to or easy dinner? Your favorite meal to make for dinner that's easy and not a lot of effort. Um, oatmeal. For dinner? <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite type of training? Uh, right now, lifting weights. Weights. Me too. Um, what is your favorite hobby besides fighting? Mm, I guess sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Very smart. I think they're linked together, but I'll take it. Um, what were you afraid of as a child? Uh, spiders. Okay. Are you still afraid of spiders? Not that much. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what do your friends call you? Like nicknames? Um, not much. Just Sabi. Sabi. Um, do you floss every day? What do you mean? Yes, for sure. <laughs> okay. And would you rather fight a bigger woman or a smaller man? Bigger woman. Okay. That's all I've got for you, Sabina. I feel like I'm uh, not as long-winded as usual. Um, I don't know. Um, it was an, that was, it was fun. A, it was an honor to talk to you, though. And maybe we'll talk again after your next fight. We'll have an update and we'll see uh, where things are. Okay, sounds good. Thank all you right. very much. We'll be in touch. Thank I'll let you. you know when it goes up. Okay. Bye. Take care.